were sufficient grounds, even with the bumbling, to convict. Now, would, would, in your opinion, regarding Chris Darden, would you say that, uh, that in effect, he has uh, a small penis? Get off my phone. That's all right. You don't have to kill him. Let, let the public hear what a scumbag he is. If you kill what he said, then they don't know. You know, and as long as he didn't use one of the, uh, one of the uh, seven words that the Supreme Court says are not arable, it's okay. It's okay. Um, uh, there is a certain type of sick person who calls shows like this, engages the host in uh, reasonable conversation, and then reveals uh, the fact that he is, uh, is sick. Uh, what this guy, this creep, uh, betrayed is uh, incredible insecurity. So what else is new? After last... And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats opened up. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich, and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius! And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. Chris now has his balls free. He can get in on this. After I beat you and satisfy all the Hulkamaniacs, I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. For the 187th time, it's a code 187, baby. Yes, sir. We, oh my God, I remember what we're doing this episode. Yeah. Or what we were supposed to. No, yeah. Are we well, still doing it? I, I got some prep for you, buddy. I did some prep today. We are for the 187th time. We are once again live from Worldwide FWB Podcast Headquarters. It is a hell of a show, buddy. Yes, sir. We both have had It's been it's been a week since last week. Yeah, it's been, it's a, been a week since last week. It's been a but week. It's been a bit of a week. We're here. We're here. We're here. Uh, I know we don't normally talk about 
um, current news or anything like that. Yeah. But I, I saw a tweet right as we were going on the air that said the NXT crowd had a fire vent chant going tonight. Wow. And, uh, chef's kiss. Yeah. Levels of good about that. Uh, yeah, I think I told you. Uh, I, I told you before we started that he looked like he was on CNBC to announce a contest for a hundred thousand dollars for who could stay overnight in a haunted house. What the fuck? What is going on with him? I don't know. Um, who fucking cares? That's not what we're talking about. Tonight. No, uh, because we're gonna get this one in. We're gonna get this episode in. Uh, it's episode one eighty-seven, and then tomorrow afternoon we're going down to get indicted. We're going downtown to get our indictments. Um, so we got to make sure we get this one in and this one's a fun one because we need all the supporters we can get to go downtown and protest our indictments tomorrow so join us won't you for an all new FWB podcast to bless your ear holes buddy friends with benefits baby that's friends us friends with benefits that is at what point I feel, I feel like at some point we're just gonna drop it to fwb podcast but i don't know when i i don't know i i, I feel like what okay here's my official suggestion okay i feel like this might be a bad suggestion i'm working this out in my head as i tell you because i have not thought about this at all before we are talking about this right now i feel like we kind of need okay okay what if we started to just call the show No Pants Party? I think I think I might have lost him. I think is the problem. So let me uh let me restart here. Uh this is always a good time when we're live to have to to have to do this. So I'm going to try to do this real quick. Um that was the buzzing that you heard of my phone connecting. Um uh, I think it disconnected. Give me like two minutes. I'm not going to give up on this. I'm not giving up, damn it. I think I have an idea. I have an idea. If you guys will all bear with me really quick, I think I can still salvage this in a way that everybody will accept. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to connect it like this. I'm giving a I'm giving a lot of behind the scenes going now Um, because we're going to do this and I'm just not going to connect it the other way and we're going to see what happens. I think I know the problem and I'm not very technical. This is this makes for terrible podcasting, but it's okay. You're about to hear the ring uh, that we're going to get also Chris back. I think it's going to be good. We're just going to go this way. Okay, I think I've got your back. Uh, I, th- I think we got this. I- I'm going I'm, to, I think, I think the problem is me. Oh, oh, you put your camera on. I did? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're... No one, you, know, you don't need that. You no, don't need see, that it's perfect. Life. It's perfect because before you left, I was going to say, or before it got disconnected, not before you left, I think before my, my phone disconnected. I still see you, buddy. Hey, man. I know. I'm hey, trying man. to figure out how, no, I don't want to change the background. How the fuck yeah. do I turn just yeah no I, I, like i was going to like my official like because i was thinking about it where i'm like because we don't really call it friends with benefits podcast anymore we kind of just call it fwb podcast we shorthand it yeah i kind of have been thinking that we need to incorporate no pants party and fwb podcast oh i think that might be something fun 
True, true. I can I can agree with that. Like if we called it No Pants Party, an FWB podcast, maybe we do do that as like a like a. I feel like the No Pants Parties can be like the episodes where we're together. Yeah. Yeah. So like like normal episodes would be No Pants Parties, or like when we're in person together, are No Pants Parties in person together. Oh, those are so rare, though. I know. I don't know. I like the no pants party idea, but I don't know. I'm just not sure how I feel about like completely changing the show name. You know, it, it would be a big change. I know it's it's a lot. It is a lot. So we'll have to think about it. Yeah, we'll we'll Especially work because that'd be our third name in three. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so so. I think FW. I think just shorthanding it to FWB podcast is is the way to go for now. Because um, that's pretty much how I tell everybody what it's called anyway. So. I pretty much just I'm say still, it's FWB. I'm not party. changing how I end the show, though. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't at all. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah. Um, let's see. We're gonna get indicted tomorrow. We're calling it the FWB yeah. podcast. Uh, Vince McMahon looks like Vincent Price. Um, what else are we? What else? Are we, that's what we've covered so far. That's that's your. That's the summary for everybody listening at home so far. Uh, um. So I'll tell you, um, in texting everybody, cause I've, I've been trying to make a very concerted effort to text people more. Cause I feel okay. like I've been bad at texting in the last like year or so. I feel like I've, I've let it slip a lot. So I'm trying to be better about, uh, you know, touching base with people, chatting with people, sending little misgifts to everybody that go unappreciated, but I'm still doing it anyway, damn it. Um, not That's not going to stop. Uh, I already have the one for Easter picked out, so... I'm ready, baby. Just, just know in advance that that shit's coming. Um, but I'll tell you a thing about me with texting and I know you're the same way I do this all the time that like, first of all, when I text, I'm a terrible speller with text. Like I'm terrible at it, but what I will always do, no matter who it is, whenever I, I spell something wrong, I always do the asterisk and then the correct spelling afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like I always do that. And I find it I find it hard not to like if I don't do that then there's obviously something very very wrong but that's been my thing and I I think when people like there are those words like you know your and your like y o u r versus y o u r e or like there there and there where if people get that consistently right in texting like I feel like they like th th their intelligence to me bumps up a few notches. Can I tell you one of my um, crowning smartass achievements on Reddit? Yes, you can. Uh, it was a thread about it was some like our funny our white people Twitter our black people Twitter like one of those posts. And it was talking about homeschooling and it's like, let's, uh, let's let this homeschooler, you know, who's never done blah, 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 blah. Who's never seen the inside of a college classroom. She's fit to teach kids kindergarten through 12th grade. 
Um, and there was one person on there and they were like, Oh, well I've betted several, uh, out of, I've hooked up. Oh, I've hooked up with, with several single homeschooling moms and they're always the best, uh, you know, they're always the best to know what they're doing. And he spelled their T H E R E. Oh no. So I responded with, I hope they didn't tell you the, uh, I hope they didn't teach you how to use their, there and there in sentences. <laughs> Bef- in like the 30 minutes it was up, I got up to like 500 upvotes and someone gifted me. I got like two silver gifts out of it. That's awesome. And, and I felt really good about it. But, you know, because one, you're obviously lying. And two, like, come on. If you're going to make a brash, stupid fucking claim like that, you have to use the correct spelling, especially when we're talking about teachers. Yeah, there's a couple things you can't you can't like it's, it's that that's like you come in, you're like, I'm an English professor. And. So there, T-H-Y, T-H-E-Y apostrophe yeah. R-E. So there, yeah. like, oh, come on, dude. Come on. T O and T O O used to get me. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you uh, the the one thing that I don't like when people do it, and it's secretly it just like it grates on my every nerve is U R. Like just the letter U and the letter R. Uh, that's how my mom. That's how my mom texts. How are you? Uh, no, I yeah. Are I, you okay? I I hate the uh like oh it it's your choice it's you are choice like uh you're not saving any time by cutting out two letters like you're not saving time no I don't I uh, uh no just stop that I so that to me aggravates me but yeah I I guess I'm old enough that like emojis cool slang great misspellings like shorthand no mm-hmm. nope. i'm with you so i'm like i'm on that weird line i guess so uh i don't know but uh so yeah that that kind of um i've been noticing that about myself is the more i text number one i'm not getting any better with my with with how i text as far as like accuracy of the letters that i'm trying to pick you would think by now i would get my keyboard i have no i'm i'm bad at it i'm so bad at it but it also aggravates me when people use the shorthands like the the dumb shorthands that make no sense or when people misspell but they don't fix it like they don't put the little asterisk and then the actual word that they wanted to use i don't know I guess that's, I'm nitpicky that way. I'm nitpicky. But, so, so, here we are, episode 187. I want to run this by you. I I have a theory. Can, Can we use the jail mail song, even though it's not jail mail? I'll allow it. Because it's, it's, it's crime related. I'll allow it. All right, here we go. So for our special 187th episode, oh, you know what I should have done? Oh, shoot. 
Oh. <laughs> I'm very intrigued as to what you should have done. Now. Oh, I should have played the Unsolved Mysteries theme song here. I should have put the Unsolved Mysteries theme song on the soundboard. Damn well, it. Well, okay. shit. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Unsolved Mysteries theme song. I'm just going to do this real quick. Okay. This isn't going to sound as good, but we're going to do it this way. Because here's what we're going to do. It's not really murder, but it could be. Because I have, for our 187th episode, an unsolved mystery. Not only that, I have an unsolved mystery that takes place in Hazard, Kentucky. Let's go. All right, so here's what we're going to do for our special 187th episode. I'm going to give you the details of this unsolved mystery and then we're gonna we're gonna brainstorm some theories based on the information that we have okay this is the story of joel mark wells joe mark wells here's what we know here's here's what we know about the day leading up to and following Joel Mark Wells' disappearance. I'll preface this by saying that it's pretty light on details, okay? So don't, we don't have a lot of information. And when I start to tell you the story, you're going to understand why. On January 14th, 1994, in Hazard, Kentucky, an unidentified gas station attendant was murdered. And As expected, that shakes the entire community. Hazard, Kentucky, not a very big community, small town. And to be fair, before we get into all of the details of Joel Mark Wells, it's not known if these two cases are linked in any way. And I do want to be very clear about that. However, it is important to note that murders in such close proximity to each other in a small town is noteworthy. So that happened on January 14th, 1994. The next day was reportedly extremely cold in the evening. Businesses in the surrounding areas were closing early due to the below zero temperatures. Joel was out near the Black Gold Shopping Center with a few unnamed friends. However... An argument occurs between him and his friends, causing Joel to walk off towards a nearby Burger King. The employees at the Burger King have already locked the doors, closing early because of the bitter temperatures. Now, this is where you're going to laugh, but I promise this is legitimate. Brian Adams, a Burger King employee, not the singer, not the pro wrestler, Brian Adams was exiting the kitchen when he saw Joel run towards the Kentucky 15 bypass. Okay. Adams called 911, but when police arrived minutes later, there were no signs of Joel in the surrounding area. Joel heads to the Walmart in the same shopping center and asks leaving customers if he can catch a ride. Witnesses recall that he seemed panicked as if someone was after him. Joel doesn't return home the next day, and his sister begins to worry. She reports him missing to the Hazard Police Department, 
and a few days later, police would send 13 canine units to track Joel's scent. Holy shit. Unfortunately, the dogs were only able to track Joel's scent up until the river behind the city hall area. There are still many questions surrounding Joel's disappearance that night. Could his disappearance be related to the gas station attendant's murder from the night before? Was he arguing with his friends? What was he arguing about with his friends that night? Who, if anybody, was chasing him that evening? Was Joel targeted for any reason? Why didn't he go inside the Walmart to seek shelter? There's very little additional information on Joel's case, and there's been no known arrests to this point. It's important to note that the murderer of the gas station employee was convicted and sentenced to 25 years to life in prison. Authorities investigated the possibility that Wells' disappearance was related to the earlier murder, but reportedly could find no evidence to support that theory. So as you can tell, not a lot of information. And I'm sorry, did you... And Pardon me, it may have cut out. Did you mention an age for Joel? No, uh, I did not. Uh, I can actually look that up uh, okay. real quick and tell you um, because uh, okay, Joel, Joel Mark Wells. Uh, let's see. Does not have a current age would be 50. Uh, age at incident was 21. 21. Okay. So he was 21 years old. Um, and so supposedly, and I'm actually going to send you uh, a picture of the map, and I'm going to post this with the episode that gives you when I say he went, you know, from the Burger King to the Walmart to um, the last. Here's the part where it gets interesting. If you look at the map and you see that they tracked his scent up to the river behind the city hall area, and you can see mm -hmm. how big of a distance that really is. Because the Black Gold Plaza is in, like, the bottom left corner. And so you can see that and then the Walmart location in 1994. And then you can see the Burger King, which is way over on the right side. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a pretty big distance. So Burger King... Burger King's all the way on the right. Holy shit. And... All the way on the left of the map is the Walmart location in 1994 and the Black Gold Plaza. So he had to go from that plaza all the way over to the Burger King and then all the way back to the Walmart where he was asking people for a ride. And so it's not, it's not thought that because uh, apparently like he was not really dressed for the sub-zero temperatures that um, that were happening that night in the snowstorm. Um, 
he was last seen with like you know just wearing like a flannel shirt and uh you know jeans and stuff not like a not like a uh, a a uh, like a jacket like a heavy jacket that would be appropriate for that weather so so they 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 think that like you know the assumption would be that the you know the argument was not you know like like it was not planned for him to to be outside for any length of time which was the you know trying to find a ride real quick um you know try asking people from the Walmart to give him a ride yeah it's so what do you think uh, I've got my theory. There, there, there's a couple theories that I like. That I, my my first thing was the obvious one was that it, it would be there would be some kind of drug related disagreement, and he was on some kind of drugs, thinking that someone was chasing him, and you well, know, I feel like someone in an interview would have said that he seemed strung out or something like that. Um, because let's see. Um, trying to find if there was because uh, they said a witness called police to report that Wells was running frantically, trying to get into vehicles and asking everyone he saw for help. The quote is from the report says he was just real erratic the way he was running around, confused, scared to death. He was trying to get into vehicles or away from something that was chasing him. Okay, I'm inclined to agree. So, but th- there's a theory that maybe the argument in the co- in the truck was that somebody in that friend group might have said something that incriminated them about the murder of the gas station attendant from the night before, which freaked him out, and he bolted. being pursued by these people person or persons who then at that point considered him a loose end towards the murder from the night before. I can see that. I will, I I will go on record and say this, uh, that his body ended up in that river and he was eaten by something. Okay, you think even with the because uh, there was a snowstorm, it was it was te- temperatures cold enough that businesses were closing because the roads were going to be that mm. were projected to be impassable. Is there something that would be in that river that would not only be alive? but attack. Oh no. I, I, I think he froze the death in said river. Okay. Washed his way down the river and then got eight. Interesting. Interest. Okay. I, I didn't think about that. I, I didn't think about that potential option. Um, 
apparently uh, Hazard Police turned over the case to Kentucky State Police who searched lakes and rivers in the area, but they found nothing. Hmm. I'm trying to think about like how picked clean his body could have been by like a pack of coyotes or something like that. Yeah, because like uh, like as of today, it's he's still considered missing. He's not like the case is not closed and they consider him dead. Like he it's still a technically a missing persons case. Hmm. Because nobody has ever found any trace of anything, any signs of any foul play or anything that would lead them to believe that he's dead police are still treating it as an as a um as active as i guess it can be um as a, as a cold case missing persons case so i've got my super weird uh i've got my super weird one okay that, I, that i'm gonna pitch to you now okay he was a part of the murder of the gas station Ooh, okay uh, someone didn't agree. Someone wanted to go to the cops and basically everyone was agreeing that he was going to be the fall guy. Oh, he goes to the Burger King where hypothetically he knows someone that works there and he's going to, he, you know, he's going to ask for a ride somewhere to basically just get away from his friends, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just be done with the whole situation. And basically he's got something. He's got something that works. That doesn't work, so he doubles back, ends up behind the river, blah, blah, blah. And uh, do I want to go with, like, the super crazy thing? Yeah, the super crazy, like, the, the conspiracy theorist part is that he hops in one of the storage trucks for warmth and shelter, hits the road, and... Uh, He's no longer by that name anymore, and he's still alive somewhere. Hmm. The more likely story is that he's he died he he froze to death in the river and got eaten by something. It's an interesting theory. I'm I don't know, like I'm torn on like the easiest answer is you know in a. Because uh, I don't know his history, um, and it, it's it's kind of, I will I will go ahead and say, as not a true crime podcast, it is irresponsible of me to throw out a drug based theory having no information about him whatsoever, other mm -hmm. than the information that we've been. Getting. I don't know if he did at any point have a history of drug use or anything. Uh, I don't know, but the easy answer would be that they were in the in the parking lot doing drugs of some kind and things get heated things get emotional and he leaves they they argue he leaves um while still under the influence he's kind of you know freaking out and is just trying to get home. It's so cold that he ends up freezing to death and just nobody ever found his remains. 
that's the that that's like the you know maybe he like tries to find a place that stays warm that collapses or you know in the sewers or something somewhere to try and stay warm and it doesn't work and wherever he hid to stay warm that's where he still is that's that's the that's like the easy answer that's the low hanging fruit answer yeah the 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 wild theory that i've got is that yes somebody in that truck with him like they're hanging out it's him and you know a few of his friends they're hanging out and they're they're doing drugs whatever it is and or they're even if even if they're just they're drinking right and one of them either brags about committing the murder at the gas station or like has because it apparently it was like a, it was a high school kid uh so like has the high school kids id or something and Ooh. like it comes out that like somebody else is in that truck is was involved and that freaks him out uh and like of course uncomfortable you know being around someone that you know has committed murder so he he starts saying like well, you know i'm i'm going to go to the cops like we got to tell him we got to you know that's somebody's kid like cuz he had 13 siblings so jesus so you know very um family oriented i would guess uh so you know knowing that you're in the car with somebody if you're 21 and a high school kid got killed and you you're with the person that you find out did it that's they're kind of close to your age so you kind of feel that you know a bit more personally maybe so that freaks him out and he when they start getting agitated and they're like, man, I'm, I'm not telling anybody and you're not going to tell anybody either. Then he breaks away, runs to the Burger King cause it's the closest place, even though it's really not, but he runs, he just starts running and. Well, maybe he's not running to, he's not running to get away or he's not running for distance. Cause I mean, if you look at it, maybe with the road conditions and everything given where he was, maybe he got to the Burger King faster than they could. And he was just trying to get away from them. And then when he, they get close and he realizes Burger King is closed, that's why he doubles back because he can get back to Walmart before they can. Yeah. Cause like they would have to take the road so he could have run just like across the parking lot. And, you know, so he runs over to Burger King and tries to get in the people uh, like especially like that community is probably and you know understandably freaked out because the night before somebody got shot by presumably a stranger that person is still on the loose so if you see somebody frantically running towards your car or towards your business you're probably not gonna jump right out and help them real quick or like want to know what they've got to yeah. say because that's fresh on everybody's mind obviously that's the top story everywhere is you know person gets killed no leads person is still at large that's going to freak people out 
So it like it's no wonder that nobody gave him a ride and like they didn't open the doors or anything at the Burger King. And so, you know, if he's looking back because he thinks here they come up the road, then he's going to run the other way. People would probably be more focused on this guy acting frantically and not really notice here comes the truck coming that sets him off. And then he runs back the other way, goes to Walmart, asking people as they're coming out, hey, you know, you're going to your car. Can you give me a ride? Can you give me a ride? Can you give me a ride? Maybe because that was the other question is like, why didn't he go into the Walmart? Like, why not go inside? Not just for warmth, but for, you know, you can tell somebody if something's happening. I think he knew that he was, let, let, let's go with intoxicated and not say anything about drugs. Let's say that he had been drinking instead. Um, and so he knows that, you know, he's he's drinking, he's not really thinking clearly. He's under that stress of, oh, these people or this person has killed someone. Now they're coming for me. Like, you're not thinking right. And you're not thinking it all the way through. Or maybe the Walmart was in the process of closing because in 1994, I don't think there were that many 24-hour Walmarts. Ooh, true. And, <sighs> and certainly... I, I think it also depends on... Actually, yeah, I just don't think, especially given the the size of the town and that sort of thing, like there aren't a lot of small towns that have twenty four hour Walmarts. Like, right, even pre COVID, the one in Henderson still closed. Um, yeah, is the one in like pre COVID whatever was the one in is the one in BG is it twenty four hours? Both of them, yeah. And really? now, now. Now they're not. Now I think they close at like 10 yeah. or 11. But yeah, before they were both 24 hour. Oh, yeah. We we don't have uh, we don't have a 24 hour Kroger. Well, I don't think we have a 24 hour Walmart. Um, like Walgreens is even uh, like it's barely. I think we have one 24 hour Walgreens left in the town in town. Maybe two. Like it's it's nutty, but yeah, especially even then, I don't think small towns really ever had like twenty four hour WalMarts. I, I think a lot of them were like because you know the town basically runs on it as its play as its go to location, right? So you just kind of figure out what's going on. And and in nineteen ninety four, there weren't as many like parking lot cameras or outside like exterior security cameras like there are now. Yeah. And so uh, I don't know. I, I think in that moment, he's probably not thinking completely clearly. So probably like running into a Walmart, probably not. They, I, I'm, I'm guessing that they, are probably either closed or in the process of closing because of the weather at this point and not fully open like they would be at any normal time. 
I think the weather is the weird anomaly in this in this case that throws everything off because nothing is normal because on a normal time that Burger King would be open he would have gone in and we would have the whole story but because it's closed he doesn't get in he doesn't talk to anybody he just looks frantically around looks like there's somebody chasing him or after him and then bolts off the other way so the weather is the is like the 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 wild card in all of it the yeah the weather yeah uh, the weather plays the big part i i definitely think there's a point to be made about a lot of what we both said like i i definitely do think maybe it was one of those situations where it was faster to travel on foot between the two buildings and that's what he did and he thought like well maybe someone here will be able to give me a ride if they're getting ready to close or blah 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 but I don't know. And yeah, it, it, a lot of it goes back to why doesn't he go in, but maybe he didn't want to be cornered if they closed early. Right. And, and here's the other thing is like, if you follow from where it's marked as the black gold plaza on the map mm-hmm. and follow it to the Burger King, you notice it goes, you go past you go across a couple of roads and you go in between buildings. You go in between yeah. the, the, the DQ grill and chill and the advanced auto parts. So it, it looks like going that way, you would loot like you would get out of the line of sight of people yep. still in that parking lot that were traveling by automobile. And also taking consideration with the weather, how packed is that Walmart parking lot? Right. It and is assholes to elbows in there. Yeah, and, and so you're crossing streets that might be either closed or hard to drive on with the weather. So it seems like following that path, like he's trying to get out of sight of somebody. I definitely agree with that. I I hadn't considered that now, but like, yeah, if he's traveling that path, he's doing it one to move faster and two to not be seen. Right. Because it looks like there's a lot of cover there where there's two, two buildings, two roads in between especially with limited visibility with any snow that's coming down. It seems like that's the way to go. It's, it's a direct shot, but it's also a, it leaves a little bit of, is he going to the DQ? Is he going to the advanced auto parts? Is he going past somewhere? Like it gives multiple potential places to go yeah, to kind of throw off somebody who might be paying attention or looking that way. Or trying well, and does to he way. and does he even stop going? Like, I feel like the only reason he doubled back is because he ran out of options. Yeah, and so you know maybe these other small businesses, like uh, when I say small business, I mean smaller than Walmart, like an Advance Auto Parts or like the two restaurants. 
those I feel are considerably smaller, both in staff size and in obviously like physical footprint than a Walmart in a shopping strip. So they're more likely to close early. So maybe he ran past the, the Dairy Queen and the advance saw that they were closed on the way there and thought, okay, well, there's the Burger King on the other side. They're in the process of closing, so they've already locked the doors because they are closing. So that option's gone, so then you turn around, and that whole parking lot, like that whole shopping strip, that parking lot is is, is for that plaza. So they could have been on the far edge of that plaza like past the Walmart entrance. So he didn't necessarily have to run by the Walmart. He could have started at the very edge of that parking lot. And then, so running to the Burger King might've been the obvious option because like if, if the, mm-hmm. if the truck is positioned a certain way and he gets out, the truck might be between him and the Walmart. So he can't go that way because then he's going to have to run past them. So maybe he gets out and he's facing towards the Burger King. So he just starts running that way, passes by the two closed buildings, gets to the Burger King that is closing as he gets there. So then he has to turn around and go back. But now he's got a clear line to the Walmart because they're gone because they're coming after him. So that makes the Walmart be the top option. Yeah. So that's the only thing that I can think of. So I'll ask you, dead or disappeared? Uh, murdered. Yeah. I oh, mean, you think I, murdered? I, I, I think I think they caught him, and I think I think they murdered him. I think I I, yeah. I, I think they did it because whoever whoever did that is covering up for the fact that they were involved in the gas station murder as well. I know the police said that they didn't find any link to it, but how many years had gone by? And I mean, it was days, it was days before they brought out the canines. Yeah. So it seems like they didn't really take it as seriously as they maybe should have or could have. And so there was a lot of evidence, a potential evidence that was lost. So no, yeah, I, I think not only dead, but I think, I think was murdered. Okay. Uh, I, I, I still think, I I still think if he's dead, it's um. I, I still think he was in the room. I'm not saying he wasn't murdered. Well, actually, okay. I think. Th- what if we combine forces on this one and <laughs> right. murdered and thrown into the river, goes down the river, eaten by something? I would I would be willing to go. I, I would be willing to get on board with the murdered and then deposited either into the river or 
like put somewhere so that people won't find him. I, I'm I'm prepared to make that compromise. I don't know that I okay. fully buy into that something ate him or like something okay. something fed on him in the in the river. Um but dumped in the river. Oh, I'm not saying I'm, it was a creature in the river. I'm saying he washed up on shore at some point and something, and something ate, him. ate him then. I don't know. Like I don't know what animals are that would do that are native or like that that show up naturally in hazard. I don't know. I mean, it's all surrounded by like dense wooded area. So, I mean, you've got, there's a decent amount of stuff there that could be very like, you've got coyotes and bears are not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, maybe so. So, oh gosh. Well, we'll leave that on the table. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like that, I feel like that, that possibility is not out of the question. Okay. I'm not going to poo-poo so, that theory. Yeah. This is a fun conversation. It's it, it's and like I'm trying to like I, I tried to pick something, you know, in a way that we would be respectful to because it, it's a, it's a real person with a real family who misses him terribly, and like there there's a legitimate missing person involved. So trying to you know, pick something that is that is an interesting and and unique case while also not trying to be disrespectful to the fact that it's an actual person involved. Yeah. So um but I thought this one this one's really weird. Um because yeah like he was apparently asking people for rides and stuff and trying obviously trying to get out of a situation, but did not tell anybody what that situation was. Damn. Yeah. So just very, very odd. Just a weird situation in general. And it's from the state. So I figured I would, it was a perfect one for us. No, it's a very good one. So maybe at some point, maybe at some point we will take it upon ourselves. Hold on. Let me, let me do this, and I'm going to do something real stupid. Um, I'm going to use the power of Google to say, okay, so it's a three-and-a-half-hour drive from here. Maybe at some point we do turn this into a true crime podcast, and we go and spend a couple days in hazard and try and get some answers. Wouldn't that be crazy? I'm okay with that. If we, like, we end up murdered. But. Yeah. And, and like, like what if we did and like, we went and like, we requested the, like the files and all that stuff. And like really tried to, what if we really tried to solve this? That'd be funny. Like That'd be a good bit. Like, like what if we like legit, honestly tried to solve this case and bring closure to to this story
don't know. Just a thought. We could, we could, yeah. we'll, maybe, maybe it's a good summer project for us. We take a long weekend and we go to Hazard and we start asking questions. I could probably do a, a request for the police report just like now. I don't know though, because it's an open case. It's still considered open, so they probably wouldn't give much on it. But man, now I'm like, I kind of want to solve it. I kind of want to like take a real shot at it. That'd be a good bit, but we might end up murdered. That's true. Could end up dead. (laughs) Could end up completely and totally dead. So, well, that took up like the entire show. I know you said if you have a hypothetical question that you want to run by. Run I by do. It was it was posed to me earlier. But right. uh, real quick question: Any yeah. update from our possible pen pal? Not yet. No update yet. Uh, so we have not heard back. Um, we did uh, on behalf of the show. I wrote a letter back, um, asking for uh, you know another like like kind of like you know like laying out expectations is a wrong word, but like how I see it going. Yeah. Like how I see it going and like rules of engagement, basically of like, Hey, here's here would be great. Here would be this. We'll see what happens, but it's out there. It's out there. When I get a response, I will tell you. All right. And this question was posed to me earlier today by my friend, uh, at dinner. Um, dear friend of the show, Sean posed this one. Okay. Every time you clap, you get $10. Okay. Cash. All right. Or half off every bill you have for the rest of your life. Ooh. Um. See, I feel like I could clap enough to cover all my bills. That is, uh, and, you know, I, I asked in this hypothetical situation, is this like government free and clear money? No one's ever going to come after me. And he goes, yeah. And I go clap all day. Yeah. And, uh, my friend Evan tried to bring up the point of your hands are going to hurt after a while. And I go, he never said, he never said it had to be like a, like, you know, he never said, I can't just sit here and yeah. It could be a polite golf clap. Yeah. And so he timed for a minute. Okay. And I got to, and I was just doing the, 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 the soft, like, I'm actually going louder than I was now, so my mic picks it up. And I got to 216. That's 2100 almost $2,200 in a minute. Yeah, see, I feel like, you know, you, you'd have to... You'd have to sweeten that deal like the the other option when it comes to bills. If you said like okay, like like the one the the one with real stakes that is is like, you know, you you have a button and every time you push it you get a million dollars, but someone on the planet dies, like some random person mm-hmm. dies, do you push it and how many times? Like yeah, you need you need high stakes like that because I can clap. Although I go to a concert, I go to a, a show somewhere, and I'm going to clap enough to pay for my bills for a year. Yeah. So no, uh, I, I I calculated it out. Twenty one. If I do that every day, twenty one sixty a day. That's seven hundred eighty eight thousand four hundred dollars. 
And that's just if I do that a day on average 216 times. If I want to go on a trip, if I've got something coming up, blah, blah, blah. If one of my friends is in like a tough financial situation, give me five minutes. Yeah. Give me five minutes. Oh, his rule was uh, every time you're in a room or every time you're alone. And I go, okay, well, like define alone. Like I live alone. It's not a problem for me. Evan lives alone. Sean has a wife and two kids. Then I go, so how do you do it? And I was like, can you go to like, do you, are you alone in the room or are you? And, and he goes, he goes, well, no, like in this situation, like Anna and the kids would have to be gone. And I was like, okay, that's fair. So you don't work then. They're gone Monday through Friday. You're alone at least almost five, almost every day, five days a week for at least 10 to 15 minutes. Weekends, people are going to run errands. Kids have things they have to do. Like you can carve out five minutes to. I mean, like you and just I know say, it sounds like I'm jerking off, but no, like I'm like, clapping. Like you, you go to your, you just say, I got, I got to go to my car. And you're like, hey, I'm going to go get lunch. Oh. And you just go to your car. That's fair. I hadn't even thought about that. And like while you're at a stoplight, you're at a red light. I mean, you're going to be able to do that because technically you're alone in your car. Yeah. And that's that's fair. Like I hadn't thought about that. Like how, how much money are you making on a drive from Bowling Green to Lexington? Yeah. I mean, that one probably not that much because there's no real places to stop. But like in never says you have to stop yeah but like think about it you're driving straight you got cruise control put your knee up one two three four five six seven eight you you could fit in you could could fit in some money in that one uh definitely paying for gas um oh yeah i mean you're making realistically i think you're making at least 450 500 dollars oh yeah uh so yeah like just like that so that's like and you could kind of say it's like a cheat but like you know, uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go, gonna go get a pizza, and you know, you're waiting in line, in your car. Clap, 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 Yeah, like you're just waiting, or like you pick, like I would go, I would go to like a drive-through, even if I didn't want it, I would just sit in like the slowest moving drive-through, here in town, like here it would be the friggin' Popeyes in town where it takes you. 25 minutes to get through the damn line yeah and you just sit there while you're just in your car and just just the constant just just like the whole time that you're sitting there you know that's it yeah and keep in mind i did 216 while i was trying to keep track so if I'm not keeping track and I'm just, you know, doing that at a, at, at, let's, let's say the, like the, the, the easy claps, but at a faster cadence, like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably making closer to $3,000 in a minute. Yeah. I mean, and, and so, I mean, you, you could do, uh, you're working for a minute a day. Yeah. And that's it. And, and so, yeah. Oh yeah. Clapping constant, like a hundred percent every time. 
Yeah, if for no other reason, I don't have to work. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just... Uh, uh, you, you give me the option of you say, okay, every time you clap, you get $10, and that like you have that power for a week versus half off your bills for the rest of your life. And I'm still picking the clapping. Oh, yeah. Because I could make more in that week than I would save half off my bills for the rest of my life. Yep. That has to be the answer. That's totally my answer. All day, every day. Oh, yeah. Uh, I said clapping. Sean said clapping. Evan said half off the bills. Because he was like, well, think about it. I, I, I can go down... He's talking about going to some like car show or something. He goes, I can get a $300,000 car for $150,000. And I go, yeah, but you have to work for that. Right. I can buy that $300,000 car in two days. Yeah. Outright. Just flat out. Like you bring them a, literally you could walk in with a wheelbarrow full of cash. Well, no, in this situation, in this situation, all the money can be deposited and there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, see, even better. Like I, I would still take out the cash and put it in a wheelbarrow just to buy something with it. Oh yeah, because I've always wanted to just buy something with an exorbitant amount of cash. But and uh, what was the hypothetical you asked about? You you can get away with any lie you tell, or what was the other option on that one? Uh, or you can always tell when someone's lying to you. Ooh. Okay. That one's tough. Yeah. That one's tough. I wonder what happens if those two people meet, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let you get away with it, but I know what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, man. We are officially out of time this week, but we'll be back next week with another brand new episode. Episode 188 will be coming at you next week. Don't forget TN2MShows.com and you can get your tickets to our Night of Comedy Saturday, June the 17th in historic Bowling Green, Kentucky at the National Corvette Museum. All tickets, only $10. We're going to have an hour and a half-ish of comedy for you for 10 bucks. It's a hell of a deal. You don't even have to clap your hands for it. Well, I mean, if you clap your hands at the end, we would appreciate it. But uh, all tickets are not, only... paying, not paying you ten dollars. Absolutely time you clap. not. Absolutely not. Because uh, we hope you're going to be clapping a lot. But there are still tickets available for now. Get them. Tn2mshows.com. You're going to see the graphic for it. You click on that. Tap that on your phone. It's going to bring you right to the ticket page. It's the easiest way to get tickets. And I bounce it to you. Well, here we are, dear old friend. You and I drunk again. Yeah, um, I know. I get. I understand that reference. Picking up what I'm laying down. So, um, yeah, I think I'm done doing the social media thing, uh, like talking about it. So, but you know, if you want to hashtag FWB podcast, we'll see it probably. Yeah, probably. Um, so, but yeah, until then, guys, we're going to be back next week. Same bat time, same bullshit channel.
But until then, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. We're going to be back next week. And until then, we will continue to be your friends who love the taste of Bud Light with benefits. <laughs>